Ben, you guys work in real estate in Dubai. I think from what I heard, the market is going pretty well, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's the least we can say. Yeah, for, for, for sure. I mean, yeah, that's the least we can say. <laughs> Yeah, the real estate market in Dubai, I mean, it started in the late 90s and it's what gave growth to uh, the city that itself, the sheer amount of interest and in investment and bringing over investors um, has been such a good business model for the UAE, I mean, for Dubai itself. I mean, it, it made the, the real estate market made what is Dubai today, you know, like, I think it's, it, it played a, a massive role in, uh, in, into its growth. Right. Yeah, absolutely. You guys are French, right? Mm -hmm. um, you also have real estate business in France. How do you see how, how much different it is from France, for example? Um, A lot, apparently. It's, 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 <laughs> I would say it's the complete opposite. I mean, okay, there's so many things to say about it. But um, yeah, I would say first that everything is quite simplified here. Mm -hmm. um, you know, in, in, in France, like uh, we like things that take time. We like long process. We like... Uh, red tapes we love all of this um in here i would say that everything is is, is simplified um we are also like in a complete um in a completely different market in, in in a way that it's a brand new city you know like yeah. uh, the uae uh, are just or just like 50 years old yeah we, we celebrated the 50th birthday last year okay and um so obviously there's a lot more happening than in europe which is a quite stable market i mean i'm talking about france right now um but yeah I mean, you know, what, what was Paris or France 10 years ago is what it is today and it's what it will be in 10 years as well. I guess it's kind of the same thing in, in Switzerland as yeah. well, right? Yeah. Yeah, Dubai is a city that's constantly evolving. It's got constantly newcomers coming, families, uh, entrepreneurs. So it's a city that attracts a lot of newcomers. Yeah. The thing is, as Alex said, because it's so new, there is an undersupply of... Um, units and apartments and villas and it's a city that is in complete expansion and so that gives rise to the sheer amount of developments new developments um that take place in the city mm -hmm. it, it, it's actually what's interesting i mean uh, i gotta outline one thing in there is that you, you know like for most of people coming and and seeing the um, the market from the outside they would say that you know there's an oversupply of units there are so many units totally, I, agree, I, I, totally. think, I think everybody yeah. from the outside that are not really into the Dubai market um, are thinking this way. However, it's the complete opposite. Because there's one factor that you got to take into account is the attractivity of the, of the, of the city. Um, you know, I mean, obviously there's a lot of projects, there's a lot of new development, there's a lot of developers. Um, however, there's even more tourists, even more right. people coming every year, every month. It's, yeah. it's, it's great, new businesses um, getting created on a daily basis. That's, yeah. So, so what's the trend now in terms of project? Are there some trends that you can outline, or it's like depending on the, the promoter? Is there like a desire from Dubai to create, uh, uh, to go in a certain direction in terms of new promotions? So, um, there is. So look, I, I would I would say, if I may, um, that there's a little bit for everybody. I mean, for any type of budget, or it used to be like this. Yeah. Um, but if there wasn't uh, a trend that we should outline right now is that I would say that the Dubai market is getting more and more into the premium market. Yeah. yeah. Like it's uh, at least I'm talking about, for instance, this last year, um, a lot of developers that were not really into the premium and luxury market kind of, you know, 
when get there <laughs> for, for for kind of their as first experience for them yeah and yeah i would say the dubai, the dubai market is is heading there um quite uh, quite frankly yeah i mean we have to look at the fact that dubai is a safe haven for a lot of different nationalities mm-hmm. um but because of its security and because of its uh fiscal policies it makes it very interesting for investors to bring in a lot of money over here Um, and as Alex mentioned in the past there was not um, enough let's say projects on the ultra luxury segment whereas now we see that there is more and more projects that are in that category I understand let's say that the entry ticket is getting higher and higher I would say I mean uh, which makes sense obviously like Dubai has been the let's say the epicenter of the world in the past for the past two years you know like you can you hear about dubai everywhere in the world right now so obviously it attracts more and more people and obviously you know that's basic rule so much uh demand than Mm -hmm. the offer rise you know of course yeah you you, you talked about sorry you want to yeah just that that being said um dubai still remains very affordable compared Mm to most mega cities in the world i mean if you compare dubai to paris or london or singapore new york um you see that there's still quite a big difference between uh the real estate prices and even if the prices are going up, I mean, it's normal and I guess it's a good thing for it to go up because it means that the market is growing, yeah. um, the demand is there to meet it. It's, um, it's, just, a good, it's just a good fact overall, um, just because it shows that there is such sheer amount of potential for growth still, mm-hmm. because we still have a lot of ground to cover before we meet those other mega cities. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's, definitely, that's definitely should be one of our headline. I mean, what, what Benjamin said, like, Dubai is 100% the one and only or last mega city in the world where the, the real estate is still affordable. Yeah. I mean, you know, he named a lot of major cities, but I would say even though all of, if all of the cities are, have like more history than Dubai, uh, as far as years, um, Dubai is still in the same basket, you know, not so far away. And still, there's a huge gap as yeah. far as real estate prices. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you, you talked about that uh, promoters are more going in kind of premium projects. So I have two questions linked on that. Linked to that is first of all sensitive question, but what about the quality of construction in Dubai? Because this is something that everyone in Europe, for example, is like wondering: is it really high quality? And second of all, is Dubai, as they're attracting so many different nationalities, are they like uh, getting? A, a touch of Europe, for example, in the way they promote or they build their neighbor, the neighborhoods, you know, try to bring bring like local things like boulanger, like local store next to my house instead of taking the car. So quality and kind of European... Um, European lifestyle kind of... Lifestyle, exactly. Na- neighborhood. Exactly, kind of, yeah. exactly. Um, okay, let's, let's talk about both points because I think it's two separate topics. Yeah. But um, I would say that the first one, as far as quality, I think that it, like in any city uh, in the world, you have good products, good quality, yeah. and uh, poor quality as well. You know, like you have you have you have both sides. You know, like you have both sides, and <clears throat> that's also the reason why um, the prices have been going up in certain cases is because 
Dubai has had in the past this connotation to quality that was of medium standard mm -hmm. and maybe not enough. And so right now, also one of the reasons why the prices are increasing so much as well is because the developers have taken note of the comments that have been made and decided to do something about it. And to do something about it, you need to go for the right contractors, you need to select yeah. high quality yeah. materials, um, and that, that reflects on the price, mm -hmm. you know? That's also a whole back background check for sure i mean that's that's a whole homework to do um i mean that's 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 what we do you, you know what we do right like Absolutely, so yeah. so that's yeah that's basically one of the big um axes of um of, of our business today like i feel like you can go wrong and you cannot go wrong with dubai as long as you do your homework you know but obviously it requires time it requires uh, expertise um i like to say that dubai can be the best opportunity the, mo the most prolific one uh, as it can be the the worst yeah yeah but you're right i mean doing the homework because i mean from what i hear in europe people are a little bit afraid of in, of they don't really know where to start because i mean if you type like buying a, a real estate in dubai you have like probably 200,000 websites and people promising that and sure and it's kind of hard because doing the homework okay you guys are experts here in dubai you know exactly which you know promoter you should follow the the one you should escape from etc you know what to check but in Europe it's kind of complicated yeah and that's you've just highlighted a very important point it's important to be well accompanied uh, in those cases because yeah. um, for the point that Alex mentioned you know you can be you can feel very very overwhelmed um, you can and you can feel very overwhelmed because there's just so much marketing and to be very honest with you usually the best projects. Uh, that are worth investing in are the ones that spend the least on marketing. <laughs> That's yeah. very interesting. The one you, you hear the least about. They don't even have to market themselves, kind yeah. of, you know? They like don't need it. Yeah. They don't need it, yeah. yeah. So you mean the, those amazing projects that we can see on Instagram and Facebook every day, we should like be a little bit careful about it or not? There, there's no... Uh, there's no rules. There, there's no generalities yeah. about that because obviously, I mean, there's a standard here where obviously every company is kind of marketing themselves a little bit. Um, so I wouldn't say that ev everything that you see on the internet is bad or everything that you see on the internet is good. I think you got to go deeper than that, right? Yeah. Like, but yeah, definitely don't don't uh, choose your uh, next investment by an advertising you're gonna see on the uh, yeah. on, on Instagram, for instance. Yeah. That's definitely not the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely, guys. You, uh, just one question popping up in my mind. Uh, you guys from Paris, living in Dubai now. How, how is it in terms of change of lifestyle? How do you like it? Well, <clears throat> well, you, 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 I've grown up in Dubai. Yeah, I've been yeah. here. I've been here for many, many years. Uh, my family's been here for over 30 years. Yeah. So Dubai is literally my home. Uh, but I have, I have lived in Europe. I studied in Europe as yeah. well. Uh, lived in Paris as well. And I guess this can bring us to uh, your second point that you mentioned, which is, you know, how are the neighborhood, what is the neighborhood lifestyle like in Dubai? And, um, you know, there's a, in, in Europe, we have this uh, neighborhood kind of life that we have to where we live, where we have, you know, conveniences all around, yeah. just a walking distance and everything. Whereas Dubai is typically a city where you have to take your car to go everywhere. Mm. Um, with the number of people from Europe and the States and maybe Australia or any kind of cities that experience this neighborhood lifestyle, Dubai has had vocation to change that and make it a more community friendly 
uh, city, which is, and you can see it overall in the master developments that the city does um, and with developers that they, they want to increase this community lifestyle, you know? And to be very honest with you, projects that are within a community mm -hmm. usually do very, very well. Yeah. yeah it's, it's answering so many problematics. I mean, yeah. uh, nowadays, you know, I mean, what is the ratio already? Like there is like one one local for like 10 or 11 uh, expats. Like expats, that's, yeah. that's huge. So basically the whole culture and the whole uh, city is kind of taking, has to take the shape of what, you know, uh, want. expats yeah. mm. want, mm. kind of, you know? And yeah, it's true that community livings are answering so many, so many problematics here because, you know, for European, I would say that it was for me as a European, one of the big downside here in Dubai was, you know, this lack of, you know, neighborhood, neighborhood lifestyle, being yeah. able to walk around. There's a couple, there's a couple uh, areas, a couple neighborhood here. Um, however, the proper concept of communities most of times is kind of out of the city. Yeah. I mean, no, there's that. And there's also this, this vocation for Dubai to be the happiest city in the world. We see it everywhere. I mean, in the government agencies, they have happiness meters, they have happiness centers. Oh, um, I, I, I gotta really? say, look, you didn't know that? I du didn't know. Dubai, oh, yeah. Dubai is the first, I mean, actually the Emirate, like the UAE, are the first country to have like a ministry of happiness. No, yeah. but this is absolutely yeah, amazing. Yeah. You don't love you know it. that? I love it. This no, is incredible. That, that's. There's a whole, I mean, obviously there's a whole program around it, which, which I found absolutely fascinating, but also for, it's like very simple. You, 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 you went through the border when you arrived here, yeah. they give you a SIM card. It's like kind of integration. It's all, it's all based yeah, on, it's on happiness. In, and the experience to be happy, you know, I mean, it, helping. And th that explained that because I mean, the quality of service of in all disciplines in Dubai. I mean, I'm coming from Switzerland, which used to be well known as hospitality mm -hmm. country with all the hotel schools, you know. But when you arrive in Dubai, I mean, the first thing shocking me is the level of service. It's absolutely amazing. So, so probably it's also a consequence of having someone taking care of happiness of people coming to Dubai and putting operational to, to, to reach that goal. Well, what kind of services you're talking about? <laughs> no, I, mean, I have so much to say about that too. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but, but literally, I'll just give you an example. I mean, my, my parents, you know, uh, 70 years old, came to Dubai and they were in a, in a queue, you know, to wait to, to see a museum. I don't know why. Immediately, people came and said, no, no, you come first, you know. Just to show you the mindset of always having a top service. Yeah, the mindset in the UAE, I mean, they are, they, pri they pride themselves in uh, being hospitable and the Emirati people are very proud people as well. You know, they want you to experience the best. And I guess this is also culturally speaking, it's, 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 it's within the cultures of Middle Easterns, you know, to uh, welcome uh, overseas guests. But just overall as well, um, with what I said regarding uh, Dubai being uh, a happy city, you also get that in real estate projects because now more and more you see that the projects are going in the direction of wellness, uh, physical, physical and emotional well-being. So you have parks, you have spas, you have uh, you have sports facilities, you have you have parks, and also one of the one of the major. Uh, major points that Dubai is working on is making the city more green. So they've elaborated a plan called the 2040 plan, uh, Dubai 2040, which, um, which basically is a plan to make the city a lot more green with more parks, more zones that are outdoor and everything, you know, to, to, to kind of 
get away from this uh, hustle and bustle that a city is, you know? Um, And to compare that to Europe, you know, basically Dubai has a a white sheet of paper where they can be, where any idea, any project can come to life, you know? And quickly. And quickly too. (laughs) And that's that's the directives of uh, of, uh, His Highness Sheikh Mohammed, you know? Uh, unlike unlike uh, the bureaucracy that um, some other places are, when Dubai has a plan in mind and an idea in mind, you know they do everything to execute it. You know, yeah. so we really see that Dubai is a future. I mean, there was an economic plan that was unveiled as well, where they want to double the economy. That's what uh, I found fascinating. Yeah. So so simplified. You know, that's I think that's one of the best representation. The economic plan in ten years is like ten bullet points. Yeah. <laughs> while, in, while, while in France we have like two hundred pages that no one's reading and and nothing happened afterwards. You know, I mean, I'm sorry to say, but that's that's a fact. That's true. That's true. So <laughs> so Dubai is Dubai is 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 a city that is definitely growing that has a future. You know, and I think. You know th- those those uh, waves of changes, like they've come in waves. There mm-hmm. was the first one in uh, the end of the nineties. Uh, then there was one after the world, cri- the economic world crisis that happened in two thousand eight. And I feel like post post COVID. Um, there is yet another wave that is coming. You know, the UAE is really taking advantage of worldwide crises, being a safe haven, and then taking advantage of the situation to make Dubai the place where people want to be and want to live and want to mm-hmm. invest. Yeah, it's like li- lifestyle overall, I'd yeah. say. Yeah. Yeah. T- talking about investment, I mean, the prices went really up in terms of real estate, guys. I mean, those last years. Um, from everyone's talking about that, how do you see how do you see the the, the the future? You don't have a crystal ball, but I mean, how do you see the the trend of the prices? It will continue to go up. They're overvalued today. It's going to go down because that's a big discussion. Everyone who wants to invest, invest in Dubai have their own opinion. So what's yours? That, that's that's like the, the the question that everybody's asking us. But um, yeah, as you say, we don't have a crystal ball. However. Um, we like we like to answer that question by like let's say concrete things, you know. Like yeah. <clears throat> there's there's a couple factors um, I would say like positive signals that are saying that obviously the the, the growth's gonna you know keep going. Um, I would say the first thing is a simple observation of you know the kind of people that are living here in Dubai. Like you know you, you you're gonna you know I, I, I like to tell this story, but you know when I just got to Dubai, you know I was I I, I was really surprised by one fact is that you know every every person I was meeting like every foreigner, and I was asking, you know, how long you've been here? Um, how many times you've been here? And they were saying, oh, you know, I've been here for like three, four, five months. Oh, it's my sixth, seventh time I'm coming. Mm. It's a city where, you know, I mean, I think because or thanks to many, many things, many positive factors, lifestyle, I mean, you name it. Um, it's a city where people are, once they try it, they come back and stay long. Yeah, yeah and it's becoming, yeah. it's becoming a trend to yeah. come to Dubai, as in it's becoming a trend to not only have a, a place in Dubai to stay, yeah. uh, but also uh, it's it's getting in people's calendars. Just like when people put in their calendar to go skiing, um, they put in their calendar to go to Dubai, especially during the winter <laughs> months, because the winter months are obviously the best months. Yeah. So if people want to get away from the cold, they come to Dubai. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, just to get back to um, what I was saying, um, yeah, to 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 explain that fact. So taking into consideration that it's a place where people are coming back and stay long, the government definitely knows that. That's also why they put so much effort in their, into their market, marketing, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think you notice that in these past years, they've succeeded to um, 
you know, to get all those major uh, world events, you know? Yeah. You, you know what happened yeah. like eight months ago, right? So yes. You, yeah, you had the Expo, Universal Exhibition. It was, what, how many? It was 15 million people more or less in yeah. six months' time. It's crazy. And you know what I mean? It means 15 Coming million back. people that will come back. <laughs> yeah. So the actual point, when you think about it, I mean, they had, they had planned it all, all, all the way, you know? Like, mm -hmm. the actual economic... Um, uh, goal of yeah. the uh, expo was not do six months of activity it was the economic impact it will have on the coming years yeah so their strategy is like we have to do everything to make everyone come at least once exactly. in dubai because yeah. he'll be back and that's part of the marketing too and that's why dubai and the rest of dubai is so good at marketing you yeah. know because yeah. they they know they know how to sell themselves yeah. have you ever noticed like like the the change of um of thoughts between people that never came here and the totally. one that tried. You're totally right. I've seen there's so, so there's many so of them. There's so much prejugé, you know? Yeah. Prejudice. Prejudice, yeah. Prejudice. In, in Switzerland, for example, and people think they know, I won't go to Dubai because of this and this. And once they came, so, <laughs> okay, I'm going to buy an apartment there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. So, that's that's, so, that's so fact. Going back to real estate, because that's your expertise, you guys, I know you, you're building like, uh, holistic strategies for people wanting to invest in Dubai. I was personally impressed by, by what you give, you know, and what the work you do to 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 share the strategy people so, should do uh, based on their goal. But more 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 generally, what would be the recommendation, the free recommendation you would give to people starting to think about acquisition real estate in Dubai? I mean, are there some main tips? Well, one one main point, if I may say. Well, the the first thing is I just wanted to us to uh, just continue on relating to the price and this relates to the price as well is just not to be scared that Dubai is a bubble, you know, and that yeah. the prices are just gonna just gonna keep increasing and then the bubble's gonna explode and then you'll be left with nothing. So as as Alex said, you know, there's a lot of positive signals that we've got. Uh, today that show that the prices, you know, I mean, the growth today is linear, you know, and there's been three phases of growth in Dubai, like we're on the third phase of growth uh, of the real estate market in Dubai today. The first one was uh, back in the early 2000s up to 2008 when there was the, the crisis and everything came crumbling down. Then the second one was around uh, 2015, 2016, mm -hmm. up to 2017, and then it was on a decline from 2017 to 2019. Then what relaunched basically the real estate market really? was the end of COVID. Yeah. So July 2020, uh, the borders reopened. Uh, people that had been stuck in apartments during lockdown, they ran towards purchasing villas because they probably were traumatized or they just had a bad experience yeah. and they said, you know what, we need more space, we need a garden, we need an outside area. And that basically gave a spark to the real estate market in Dubai to kind of restart first with the villas, then with the apartments. Yeah. And so that relaunched everything. And then as Alex said as well, you know, the fact that people were coming here and getting seduced by the lifestyle in Dubai yeah. Uh, decided that they wanted to have a place to stay as well. Yeah. There's and also a factor of post-COVID that the remote work uh, yeah. explode around the world. Yes. So, so now you can work for a Paris uh, branch yeah. and work from Dubai often. Yeah. You know? It became more and more custom yeah. for people, and for sure. Yeah. With, with Brexit as well, with Brexit and with the tensions that are going on in Hong Kong, you have a lot of investment bankers or anybody working in finance that is leaving yeah. those places to actually relocate to Dubai. Yeah. 
um, that is very, very popular. I have friends myself that is that are in this situation that are doing exactly that. Um, but moreover, as well, in terms of the growth, um, as Alex said, you know, we the, the 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 growth right now is linear, you know, and the government is doing everything it can to control this growth mm -hmm. so that there is not too many too many projects and too much oversupply of, of projects flooding the market, you know. Um, because the market is so good right now. So the since since the first crisis, you know, the government has really regulated um, the the real estate market. And it's actually quite interesting enough to notice that the Dubai government is actually very much um, is very much linked to the real estate market in Dubai. Um, they have what we call the Real Estate Regulatory uh, Authority yeah. and you have the Dubai Land Department, mm -hmm. which are two organisms that basically can um, monitor the growth that takes that takes place in Dubai. And also, <clears throat> this is in terms of we can talk about safety as well. In the past, you know, nothing stopped developers from launching new projects and then having them never see the light of day and then them just leaving with the money. You know, they market the project, they take in some money and then they just leave the country, nowhere to be found. Yeah. These sort of things can't happen anymore uh, in the UAE. Um, what's what's been said is, you know, whenever a developer launches mm -hmm. or markets a new product, they need to open an escrow account that is linked to the government where they are not allowed to touch any of that money mm -hmm. until um, until the project is fully hand over, handed over, until the last key. So not only do they need to put up 50% of the construction cost in that escrow account, but they can't, they can't touch it yeah. as well. You know, it's crazy how here the government reacts so quickly to a lack of rules or, you know, it's just like immediate. I mean, I mean, going back to France, poor France, I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, it takes years and years, you know, to change something. And here they see it, they fix it. It's fixed. Thank you. The, the, Dubai learned from uh, from its mistakes. Absolutely. Yeah. That, yeah. That's a fact. Yeah. yeah. So going back to, to tips for people willing to to invest I, I well you secured them that the price will continue to be so kind of a yeah let's just end on that is obviously there's no certainty about anything i mean i think that's that's um that's a, that's a fact anywhere in the world you mm -hmm. know there's no way to really predict exactly how it's going to be but let's say there's many there's a lot of positive signals uh, yeah. so far as far as um where dubai goes you know like uh, I, I would say so yeah yeah. Yeah. Okay. So in terms of the tips, um, can I give one? Yeah. Sure. Absolutely. <laughs> Go for it, Alex. I know you've been waiting. I've been trying to do that thing. Like, <laughs> Go for I, it. I, I would say that the like the number one tips is um, to get accompanied. Yeah. Well accompanied. Yeah. Find the right partner. Find yeah. the right person who's gonna you know who's gonna take your investment yeah. in the best way possible. Um, but how to choose the, the good one? That's also a problem because, hey, I mean, even walking in blue waters, you're stopped with people trying to sell you something. So, I mean, there's so much. The, the market is so huge. There's so, so many pl new players, small players coming and uh, trying to give you pieces of advice. But uh, I would say um, push to um, contact. I mean, contact people, talk to them. Feel the people, you know, yeah. it's, I think it's, 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 it's a rule yeah. in any business. You need to feel people. If you don't feel them, if you feel they're, mm, you know, they're a little, uh, they don't want to take time for you. They don't inspire trust, you yeah, know, like the next one, then yeah. 
Yeah. Next, yeah. there's yeah. so many, as you say, so you can be very, very uh, picky on the picky. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, and I think <clears throat> I, I think Alex has has had some some experience with that as well. You know, um, growing for me, growing up in Dubai, coming back to Dubai was very easy. It was like a walk in the park. You know, I didn't need any advice or or anything. Alex, on the other hand, you know, was a different situation. He was new to the city. And he wanted himself to invest, and I'll let Alex discuss his uh, yeah. his experience. You know, but it wasn't the greatest <laughs> one. That's, that's been, I mean, look, that's been um, almost one of the main reason we even created our business today. I mean, there was such a lack mm. of service. Um, so yeah, what he was saying when I just got to Dubai, I wanted to invest myself, yeah. and. Um, you know, I thought, okay, I'm going to call a few agencies that I heard of or that's been recommended to me. Um, and that's going to be kind of my benchmark for my for our future business, you know. And I called and I called and I called so many. And uh, observation has been almost the same everywhere. Like, people were just not listening to me, trying to sell me whatever they had under the elbow. Mm-hmm. Um, they had no time. Oh, even one guy told me, sir, I don't have time for you. <laughs> like excuse me <laughs> oh my gosh like yeah. you know we don't talk about we don't talk about uh, baguette and uh, yeah. chocolate, you know like and croissant we talk about real estate we talk about actual real money you know yeah. some people and that's also another interesting factor is that people would say from the outside that there's only wealthy people in dubai it's not the case i think dubai is more and more mm-hmm. opening up to mm-hmm. middle class um yeah. and so yeah like look there's people that you know have been saving their whole life you know and they heard of obviously they heard about dubai and the yeah. opportunity it can be mm-hmm. and think oh you know maybe i can give it a try and invest my my life saving there you know and to these people you're gonna tell you're gonna tell hey i don't have time for you yeah really? no it makes no sense that, that shocked me yeah, honestly. For, for me i compare your business a little bit like an insurance broker in switzerland or, or a bank you know it's like you cannot only sell an insurance product you have to understand all the patrimoine that yeah. the person has his goal in life etc and i really think that when you invest in real estate i mean it's it's not i mean for most of people it's still an investment you know you don't do that every week of course <laughs> some do but i mean so yeah. So it, it, there's a place of this project and, and, and action that is so huge in your entire life. So that's what I like with you guys, because from what I felt, uh, you really take in consideration all the holistic approach. Like, yeah, but why do you want to buy? Where are you going to be in five years? What kind of business you have? What's your goal, passive income or, or to resell, etc.? Yeah, we have a very financial approach Correct. To, Correct. To, yeah. to what we to what we offer as a, Finan- as a service. Financial but human, very yeah, human. Yeah, <laughs> financial but human, exactly, exactly. Um, yeah, so, you know, I think the first and most important point for us in any any transaction or any collaboration with clients and stuff is to be, honestly, is to take the time, to take the time to really understand their situation, where they're coming from, define what their objectives are, uh, before we actually start selling anything. And honestly, one of the other points is to make them feel really secure about yeah. what they're going to do with us, you know, that we are trying to build a long-term relationship with them, a long-term relationship that's going to be a fruitful one in yeah. the end, you know, yeah. by working together in the same direction. But we, what, what's amazing, oh, sorry. Yeah, we, we, by the way, you don't, I mean, you know, we like to say that we're not even really selling real estate, we're more like selling strategies. I mean, yeah. 
that's why we all about the long run you know yeah. most of our clients uh, we are aiming to keep them for the next 10 years well, like but the, what's amazing what's amazing is that you ask the right question to detect the right goal of course of the person and because usually a lot of people willing to invest they don't really know why I mean, mm -hmm. you know, and your question is really because I, I saw that. And after it, what's amazing is that you follow all the process. So you, you build the strategy and then you apply the strategy. Basically, you're going to buy and sell. You're going to rent an apartment that you bought for one of your clients. You're going to decorate it. You're going to yeah. take mm -hmm. care of the maid, etc. So it's it's amazing because for an investor, it's just it's uh, look, it's 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 a, it's a complete turnkey service. Uh, it's a complete turnkey service that we offer. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. We go from basically from the start all the way to the end. And the start is, you know, about elaborating the strategy to the acquisition, to the handover, to the furnishing and property management, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. yeah, I mean, look, at, at the end of the day, we, we created a service that I wish had been offered to me when I just <laughs> got here yeah. because I, I, I can't even explain the feeling um, once again, when, when I got here and I was really wanting to invest in it, and I'm thinking that there's so many people in the same case than, than mine, you know, who just arrived and, and wanted to get into, um, you know, into really uh, being involved into the city by investing. And, and you know, I've been literally <laughs> lost on the way. Yeah, yeah. And that, that's, that's a pity because <coughs> I really wanted to. So mm -hmm. I'm, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, yeah, there's, there's a huge lack of service for that. And you know, like once again, you know, coming from my past companies, uh, we were, um, uh, you know, we we're coming from the service and luxury industry. So for us, taking the time, um, taking the time is like a standard, you know. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. So that's why. That's why I'm sorry. I got. I got. I got outline another thing because you said that you were uh, very impressed by the uh, level of service mm -hmm. in Dubai. That's yes. why I wanted to say. In okay, what, now what, I understand what, kind what of service you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Because yes, yeah. um, government services are really good. Correct. Nothing to say about no. it. Much better than I would say most of places in the world. Um, I would say maybe entertainment services are good too. Um, transport. Let's say there's a huge uh, margin for evolution, but I think that what they have already accomplished is quite good as well. Yeah. But as far as yeah. really states, my goodness. No, and you know, I mean. If, if I can simplify our approach, you know, to, to, to investment, you know, most, some, sometimes the question is, you know, what can I buy for 300,000 euro? And, you know, our take on the question is, this is what you can do with 300,000 <laughs> euro, great. I love it. you know, <laughs> and you have to understand like in Dubai, there's over like 600, 700, uh, brokerage firms, you know, yeah. which is enormous for, for, for such a small city, but you have to understand that most of them also did not come for, I mean, there are very successful ones. There are very good players out there, but there are also players out there that are completely disastrous as, as Alex mentioned. And you have to understand that also it's because most of, most of the new players also don't necessarily come from a real estate background you know they just know that there's money to be made they're just interested in taking the commission and then that's it it's mm -hmm. goodbye it's mm -hmm. finished it's just a one shot you know and that's not the way that we work so as i mentioned you yeah. know we do long-term relationships where we develop strategies in the long yeah. run most of our most of our investors actually are repeat buyers you know they don't just buy one property from us you know we develop a strategy over a number of years we define the the moves that are needed to be made at certain times when projects come up but the thing is 
this is why it's also important to be accompanied because Dubai is an extremely dynamic city. It's very dynamic. It moves very quickly. Um, you sometimes you have projects that that sell out even during the pre-launch phase, you know, and you have certain projects that basically are sold out within a matter of hours, some in a matter of days, some in a matter of weeks, some in a matter of months, but usually the really good projects, you have to be ready. Yeah. And what we do, you know, in, in, in our collaborations, there's a big part of education too. Yeah. So <clears throat> we like to educate our, we like to educate our clients, you yeah. know, so that they can get a taste of what they're going to do, you know? Once, once again, it's, uh, you know, personal perspective like you gotta you gotta you gotta give a service to people that you would like to receive yourself well, you, you know? need to respect the human in front of Come you on, i mean like and basically i mean this is the in all the industries same thing as soon as you go back to you man you're stronger but that's one of your usp i mean all the strategy you have the second usp that i see unique selling proposition that you guys have is your 30 years in dubai absolutely because, because absolutely. i mean it's rare to have a real estate uh, agency or strategy knowing dubai as well as you so yeah. you also probably have a lot of contacts, useful contacts. Yeah. yeah, and it's just, it's also the knowledge, it's not only does it give us like legitimacy and credibility, but it's also a huge plus factor for us at the agency, just because, you know, Dubai is not like any other city in the world. You know, like we mentioned before, it's a new city. And in this new city, basically, the centers of interest change all the time. You know, yeah. I mean, you before can, you can lose thread very easily. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, before downtown Dubai was downtown Dubai, yeah. um, it was Dubai Marina, you know, <laughs> and before Dubai Marina, it was the creek, you know, it was it was Dara and the creek. So it just it, it changes all the time. And Dubai is actually very good. Dubai is actually very good at um, at, at doing that, you know, especially Amar. Amar is one hell of a master yeah. developer. You know, they create entirely new neighborhoods and they get the entire city, city to move with them, you know? And it's important to understand basically the history of Dubai, what worked, what didn't work so well, you know, <clears throat> the history of the developers, the history, the track record of yeah. the developers, you know? Um, the data, that's, the, that's data. Mm -hmm. Exactly, that's exactly. Data. And also to, to understand where the city's going, you know. Yes. And the thing is right now, I mean, in Dubai, there is so many plots available. There's so much land available, you know, compared to other cities like, like Paris or London, which are already completely saturated. Yeah. Dubai has a lot, of, a lot of land. So it's important to understand the urban planning of the city to know basically if a next neighborhood is going to be is going to be something uh, noteworthy or not, yeah. you know, and to be honest, a lot of people that come to Dubai, you know, they're new and they try to understand the city very quickly. But it's unfortunately, it's, it's, it's not something that you can learn so easily. No. I had the I had the privilege of experiencing it firsthand, you know, and that makes an, that makes a huge difference. Yeah. It makes a huge difference. Absolutely. Alex, Ben, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having us, Nicholas.